Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hello everyone and welcome to Millennial Mind. I'm going to be doing some solo podcast episodes and I'll be titling them Millennial Minutes. And the reason for that is so many people have asked me to share my perspective onto certain topics and issues and they've wanted me to dive deeper. And as much as I prepare a lot for the guests and always try and share my insight in each of their episodes, I really want to also share my insights on a much deeper level and go into a lot more detail. So here we are today. So today's video is going to be why I quit my corporate job. If you're following me on Instagram, you'll know that a couple of weeks ago I quit my corporate job and I was management consultant at Atos. So I was working there for around two and a half years. And during that time, I just felt I wasn't doing what I truly, truly loved and what I was truly good at. Now, in the middle of the pandemic, I started my podcast, which is why we're here today. And I have a whole video on why I started it and what inspired me to start the podcast. But I want to share why I've eventually quit. Now, obviously I had a full-time job and the podcast in itself is a full-time job. And I want to kind of go through in detail what it involves because I think it's very easily missed. And I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, to be honest. So every week, I record a podcast. Now to record that podcast, I have to find the guest. I have to research the topic. I have to reach out to them. I then have to liaise with the studio, which is the one I'm in today, to understand when they're available and what times they have. If you're following my Instagram, you'll know that the reason why I'm filming this video in the studio is because one of my podcast guests canceled on me last night at around 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock is when I got the message and the booking was for this morning. So it was a bit difficult and I didn't want to rush a guest in the space of under 12 hours practically to get into the studio, practice the questions and go through it with them. It's just not feasible. Once it, once you've done the outreach, I then research each episode in detail. So as you know, I love to give my own opinion on every issue. And a lot of these issues are things that I've been talking about for a long time. So some of them will be really close to my heart. Some of them will be things that I'm really interested in. Some of them will be new things that people have brought to me, but it's something that I wanna dive deep into and really understand before I really record a podcast on it. The second part, well, the second part, the third part of that is obviously coming to the studio and recording the podcast. It takes me around an hour and a half each way door to door to get to each of the studios. And then I record the episodes. I then do a trailer for each of the episodes to show the best bits and really make it dramatic, as you guys know. And then I clip one clip from the guest and one clip from me and sharing our insights, what we spoke about in that episode. I also upload onto TikTok. I'm unable to upload onto LinkedIn at the moment because I just haven't had the time. 
The other thing to add is the thumbnails for the photos because you need a different thumbnail for your YouTube, you need a different thumbnail for your reels and you need a different thumbnail for TikTok. So each of them are completely different and you need to think about the caption you're gonna write on all three platforms because you don't want them to be exactly the same. Then in addition to that, the editing takes a long, long time. Now, when I had an editor, I had him for around three weeks because I record the podcast on a Tuesday or Wednesday and then I release it on the Sunday, it's quite a tight deadline considering other people have other jobs and not everything revolves around me to make sure that the quality, the music, the content, everything is in line. And so the editor was actually unable to keep up with the pace, which was really alarming to me actually, because I thought if an editor can't do it, then how am I doing it? And how am I able to do it? Now, over the past few months, I've been feeling really, really burnt out. I've lost a bit of weight. I feel really stressed. Every day I feel like I'm in a state of panic. And I just felt when the editor had told me that he wasn't able to help me anymore, I just thought, okay, well, if a professional editor isn't able to do it, then I must be doing something wrong and I am gonna burn out because if I can't ask for help, then how am I gonna sustain this? And it made me feel really anxious. And so I thought if I quit my job, I would have a lot more time to edit the videos. I would have a lot less pressure and perhaps I could even start recording two, three podcasts in advance so that I didn't have to release them on a Wednesday, record them on a Wednesday and release them on a Sunday. Now, the problem has been because I've had a full-time job, I haven't been able to batch record episodes and I don't have any in my bank. So if a guest doesn't turn up, it means I don't have a podcast for that week. Luckily, I do have a po spare podcast episode for this week and I'm recording one in the afternoon. So I will release the one I'm recording in the afternoon next week. But it is quite stressful if someone cancels and you don't have an episode to release. Because this year, I promised myself that no matter what, I'd release a video every single week. And I've been really consistent and I've made sure that I have. And I think that's what's led to the growth on my platform. I wanna talk about that also, but I'll get to that in a little bit. So in addition to doing the podcast, which is all of these different things I was juggling, I also have the performance planner, which a lot of you know, I started last year on the back of me coaching small businesses and startups. And it's a template and a tool in which I think everybody would benefit from using in their lives. I have all the pictures on my website. So if you do wanna check it out, please do. But I manage all the procurement for that too. It's getting the orders, posting them, sending them out, um, writing all the notes, getting all the stuff, like the envelopes and the stamps and everything else. So that is the other thing that I was doing. Another thing I've been doing recently is corporate workshops. Now, the workshops that I've been doing, the companies have come to me. I haven't done any outreach. And it was something that really made me think, this is something I love, this is something I think I'm good at, and it's something that I really, really enjoy, and it's something I can make money off. So why am I not pushing? And so quitting my job, I thought, okay, this is another thing that I could be doing, but I don't have the capacity to do because I'm just waiting for people to come to me when I should actually be going to them. So that was another thing that made me think, okay, this is something that is coming to me now and I really need to push for it. The other thing was startup coaching. So I love coaching small businesses and startups. And it's something that I really, really enjoy working with someone from three to six months and really seeing their journey. So that was another thing, again, I felt was coming to me. I was unable to act on things quickly sometimes, because you have to send people extensive decks and you have to go through a bespoke plan and you have to have those calls and meetings before somebody actually says, yes, we wanna take on you as a coach. So I then felt, okay, well, I need to spend more time doing that. And then I was getting other opportunities, which I just felt were too good not to take. And I can't share them yet, but I was thinking, how on earth am I gonna do it? And I've always been someone who has just thought I'll figure it out. 
So I will always say yes to a lot of things and then I'll just figure it out. And a lot of the times I'll just be like killing myself. Like I'll work so hard or I'll do this and do that and say yes and I'll sleep like three, four hours and I'll be okay. But actually what I've realized is in the last couple of months, I haven't been sleeping much. I haven't been able to go to the gym. I haven't been able to have the strength that I did before to actually execute on these things. And I really need to take a step back. And one of those things that I took a step back from was obviously my job. So I'm hoping that with quitting the job, I'm able to focus on those key areas I just spoke about. I'm able to scale and make this podcast the best podcast in Europe. And then from there, I'm able to then focus. One of the things I felt that was really lacking in was pure focus. I am a massive multitasker and I've had to be because when I'm working from home, I'm doing one thing on one laptop, another thing from another laptop, in lunch, in the morning, in the evenings, I'm constantly doing completely different things. And it's very, very difficult for me to just focus on one thing because I've always, for like the last two and a half years, been doing multiple things. And now what I'm realizing is I actually really do need to focus on one thing at one time because I'm going to be in control of my schedule. So there's no excuse to say, okay, well, I have my corporate job and I have the podcast and I have a performance planner and I have this. All the things that I'm going to be doing are going to be completely on my timeline. And so I can really schedule that time. Now, the, one of the second reasons why I was, I was feeling that, okay, this is really a time to quit was because everything I was reading, every person I was speaking to, when I would tell them about my podcast, they would say, are you doing this full time? And I would say no, and they would be shocked and be like, why aren't you doing it? And every time I would always question myself as to, well, why am I not? I'm very fortunate that I live at home. I really want to move out, but I, that's another story for another day as to why I haven't. But I am fortunate that I live at home. So I don't really have a lot of expenses apart from the studio, my life, petrol, insurance, all of that stuff. But it's not rent is such a big expense for so many people. And so I'm really, really lucky that I don't have that. So there was no massive risk to me. I wasn't going to be homeless. I wasn't going to be able to not afford my rent if I quit my job. Now, my parents don't see it like that. Obviously, they're first generation immigrants. They came into this country and they absolutely had nothing. And they've had to work really, really hard to get where they are today. For them, it feels like I'm taking this leap of faith and now I'm not gonna be earning any money, in their opinion, for a year, because I'm gonna try this for one year. And for them, they're thinking that's such a long time to not have a corporate job because that's all they've known. For, for them, they're like, you went to school, you went to university. The goal is to get a corporate job. And I think that's for so many people, we think that the goal is to get a corporate job. That's the cycle we go through, right? And this is one of the things that I find quite funny is we all have these timelines, go to school, go to uni, get a job, get married, buy a house, have kids, die, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that is really what people see. I mean, obviously there's the fun bit after 40 having kids, but it really is a timeline. And for people who don't do that, people are almost like, oh my God, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing those things? Why don't you want those things? Now with a corporate job, a lot of people don't love their job. And I'm very aware of that. And doing something that you love and making money from it is a is a privilege. It really absolutely is. But I feel like there is an opportunity for me to do that. Now, a lot of people on Instagram are so kind and so lovely and so supportive. And I'm so grateful for every single person that is always cheering me on. But I want to be honest. And you know me, I'm going to just tell the truth. I am not making massive amounts of money. I am making money. 
but I'm not making a huge amount of money. And I think some people think I'm making loads of money and I'm really successful. My followers do not define my success. Yes, I have grown significantly in the last couple of weeks because my video went viral, but my aim is not to go viral. My aim is to provide value. And I think one of the things I'm gonna talk about in a separate video is why you shouldn't post for clout. And you shouldn't post just for the sake of it. And you shouldn't post because you think something's gonna go viral. Because people can see through it and they can see through the authenticity. And the number one thing for me, and I think people really, really should do focus on this, is being authentic. We all have our own strengths. We all have something that we can deliver, but we really need to focus on that. But that's for another video. You know, back to my point of my parents do see this as a risk for me because I'm 29, I'm not married, I don't have a house. And for them, they're thinking, you know, if you're not married, then number one, how will you have a wedding? Well, I don't want a big wedding, so that's not a problem. But number two, you know, how will I afford a house? Because when you buy a house and you apply for a mortgage, you need to have three months salary. Or if, if you're self-employed, you need to have two years salary to prove. So for them, that is a very normal and very important risk that they've highlighted to me and I have another video coming around how you deal with conflict and confrontation and how you deal with issues where you disagree with your parents or your friends and everything around what I did to convince my parents and talk them through my plan is in that video too. So that was a really difficult part for me, if I'm completely honest, to tell my parents because for them, I'm doing something completely out of the ordinary, something that they've never seen in our family before. And something like podcasting, how on earth are you gonna make a career out of that, right? When I started, everybody told me, you know, you're not gonna make any money from this. You know, there's millions of podcasts. You know, like, what is, what is so different? And I didn't know. I really truly did not set up this podcast to make money and make this my full-time job. I really had no idea about the possibilities that it would bring to, to me. And I'm so grateful every day that so much has come from this and I just did something that I love. And I really urge anyone, if you love something, just try and just do it because you never know where it's gonna get you. But for me, this is something that I am scared. I am worried, but I'm so excited at the same time. And the feeling that you have when you're worried or you're excited or you're anxious or you're nervous, it's all the same. When I'm nervous around something, I have the same feeling as when I'm excited about something. And it's just about reframing that in your mind to be like, you can do it. It's the same feeling, you just have to push yourself. And everyone has told me, and everyone I was speaking to in the last few months has said, you will only push yourself when you really feel yourself drowning. And that's why I kind of wanna move out as well to be like, let me just make myself drown and then I'll learn to swim. You know, that really horrible cliche that I hate using, but I've just used it. But it's almost something that I feel I really am so hungry for at the moment and it's something that I'm pushing and every day something new is happening and I feel I'm still in the state of chaos, if I'm completely honest. And I'm hoping that when I am full time, I'm able to manage my schedule so I'm not living in the state of chaos from running from here to here to here. I truly don't think I've ever not done my, my makeup on the train. I don't think I've ever walked anywhere to the studio. I think I've always sprinted and panicked and rushed. And it was really making me feel bad. I remember I did a podcast with Anshul and I did it in my lunch break. I was in the office that day. And from the office, I had to sprint to London Bridge Studio. From the office, I had to sprint to the studio. I had no makeup on because if I'm recording a podcast at lunch, I don't want my makeup to be on from the morning. Men won't understand this issue. Women, you absolutely will. And I didn't want to redo it because when you reapply makeup, it looks horrible. So I was wearing my work clothes. I had a suitcase in my hand with a goodie bag and my work laptop, my normal laptop, my clothes for the podcast, my clothes for work. And, well, I was wearing my clothes for work, actually. And um, I just felt 
so stressed going to that podcast. I remember sprinting there. I remember getting there seven minutes early. Now I can do my makeup in about six, seven minutes. So that was okay. But Anshul was there. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this looks so bad on me. And so I remember saying like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry that I'm, uh, you're, here, you're here early. Like, I'm so sorry that I'm here and I'm not dressed and I'm not ready. And she was so understanding and she was so nice. And she was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, just gonna quickly go do my makeup. I'll be back and then we'll go record. And I remember I did my makeup, got changed, did my hair in about six minutes, ran up to the studio and we had one hour. So I had to record straight away. And the second we finished, I gave her the goodie bag, which is amazing, even more amazing now guys, by the way. But I gave her the goodie bag. I ran downstairs and I said to her like, I'm so sorry, I can't even like catch up and like talk properly and go for a drink now because I have another meeting to go to. And I remember in that moment thinking, what am I doing? Unsure has been a guest that I wanted to get on from the beginning. And we had such a powerful conversation. I don't think many of you know that that would have happened. And I really wanna be honest and transparent on here because there is so much that goes on behind the scenes, but like there is for everyone, by the way. And I think it's really important to share because if one of you is doing something like a podcast or a meeting or whatever it is, and you feel like really stressed doing it and you feel like it looks great, but internally you're not feeling right, listen to that feeling and just know that you're also not alone. Now, after that, I said, that's enough. I'm gonna take annual leave when I have a podcast, whether it's a half day or full day. Now I try and record two podcasts in a day, so I have to take a full day. When I record one podcast, I just take a half day. And I also recognize that all of my annual leave that I'd used this year was to record podcasts. And an, apart from my trip to LA, which also was to record podcasts, but I have not taken a single day of annual leave this year for myself. And the purpose of taking annual leave is that you'd have some time for yourself. And all I was doing was taking it for either the podcast or for modeling shoots or for meetings. And I just felt like I really, really needed to take a step back from living this life where I'm running at 100 miles an hour because I am gonna burn out and something will happen and then it'll be too late. And your health is the number one thing that you need for anything. And not just your physical health, your mental health. I feel so drained. And I feel like I'm not present in any conversation. I feel like whenever I go out, my mind is constantly thinking about what I need to do next. I take my laptop with me everywhere. I don't remember the last time I didn't take my laptop with me somewhere because it's always with me in my hand because I don't have a lot. I need to always be looking at my emails or checking my editing or checking the thumbnails and checking this and that. So using all my annual leave to just do other things I have actually no problem with it. I'm not taking a break from my work so I can relax more if I'm completely honest, but I am taking a break from my job so I can think more clearly, I can be more strategic, I can be more holistic, and I can really, really start to work smarter and not work like an absolute lunatic. It will help me to find more ways that I can outsource. It will help me to find more ways where I can make more money in the areas that I've told you about. And it will help me find ways to really enjoy this process a lot more because the one thing that keeps me going is when I record a podcast. It is the one thing that truly makes me so happy. And because I record a podcast every week, I feel like that gives me the boost. And then for the rest of the week, I'm like, oh God, am I gonna do this? What am I gonna do? And, and you know, waking up every single day feeling like, how am I gonna tackle every problem? Gets really overwhelming. So anyway, I am really excited to take this step. I am really, really, really looking forward to seeing where it goes. It may not go anywhere. I may literally upload this video and in a year's time, maybe in a corporate job. And, you know, Atos have been really great to me. I really did enjoy working there on some of the projects, but I really felt like there was more that I could give and there's more that I can do if I just had more time. So I really do appreciate every single one of you watching and listening to the podcast and getting me to this place. 
because it really does feel like a bit of a dream that I'm able to do this. And I just think if it works out, amazing. If it doesn't, it's okay. I tried. I did something that I love and I tried. And there's no shame in it. And if it doesn't work out, I'll be the first to say I failed. And I'm okay with that. We are never going to be successful in every single area of our lives. And no matter what area you're struggling with at the moment, just know that there's a million other areas that you're doing really well in, whether that's your relationship or your work or your family relationships or your friendships, whatever it is, just know that nothing is ever going to be at its peak you are gonna have ups and downs and that's just life. So I really hope you enjoyed this solo episode. If you're following my Instagram, it wasn't planned, but I really appreciate all of you so much and I'm very, very, very thankful.